This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach podcast. Episode. I think you should hold that mic up. Clear your face more. Okay. Like I'm doing. Um. Because last time you kind of sounded a little far away. Oh, all right. Uh, episode 133. Holy shit. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Did you look? No, but I remembered last time it was such an issue. Oh. An issue? Because I couldn't, I had, I couldn't remember what it was. It was such an issue, guys. Right so, on the money. It's a little peach. I mean, man, we just gotta go right into it, because usually we have a long time of you guessing what episode it is, so... What did you do this week? Hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> what did you do this week? A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we all about, little peach? <clears throat> we are a couple that lives in South Jersey. We like exploring and adventuring. We like trying new things, whether that be going to a new place, learning about something new, trying something new to eat or drink. We love it all. Um... Jeff really likes beer. I really like wine. We both really like cider. Um, we love trying new foods within reason. Jeff has been becoming more adventurous recently, so we've been trying new types of foods at home. Um, we love anything scary and paranormal and haunted. We love it. Halloween is our favorite holiday, closely followed by Christmas. Um, did I hit everything? Yeah, I mean, I think that's about the gist of it. Yeah. Um, we like doing all this stuff and passing the savings on to you. The savings. Um, and more well, just the knowledge. Passing the entertainment on to you and the knowledge. So that way, if you do not live here, maybe there's something near you, of something that we talk about, and you go, oh, there might be something similar or like that near me. Let me check and see. Or if you ever come here to visit... You'll have an idea of lots of stuff to check out. Um, hopefully, whenever it is that you do decide to visit here, these places are still in operation or these things are still you're still able to do. But at least you'll have an idea. And you can go back and listen to all of our past episodes. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Um, but if you either one of you have not listened to all of our episodes, you should go back and do that because we talk about a lot of cool places, a lot of cool things. So that way... Again, you can get ideas for stuff in your area. If you ever come and visit here, you'll know, like, people go travel and they go, well, what should I do when I get there? Well, if you listen to all of our episodes, you'll have a really good idea of things to do when you get in this area. Mm -hmm. um, and other areas too, Maryland, Gettysburg. Yeah, we do talk about other places. places. So just this general vicinity, you know, um, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, um, you know, we have talked about going to North Carolina as well. Yeah, and Massachusetts. Yeah. So, and again, if you do live in this area already and you listen, maybe you've never heard of some of the places we talk about or don't know that some of the things that we talk about exist and you're already here and you can just go check them out. Um, so all of that stuff, we hope it's to your benefit. We hope you enjoy listening. It's, we consider you friends. This is just a conversation. Your part of the conversation is joining in on our social media. So go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram, uh, like us, follow the pages, talk, you know, interact on the posts. We you know when we talk about stuff in the podcast, we normally or I normally go and post pictures of the things we talk about. So that way you don't just hear about them. You can go, oh, I wonder what that looks like or I wonder how that looked. 
well, if we talk about it, a good um, you can have a good uh, expectation that it'll be posted on our social media accounts. We also have a YouTube channel that we post videos up from time to time. Um, we're not super active there because like we're awkward when it comes to being on camera. Um, but we do have some videos up there. We have videos of our alcoholic advent that we did last um, Christmas time last December. And we did talk about them on the podcast, but you can see our, like, right initial live reactions when we drank them in the videos that we made. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out the YouTube channel as well. Subscribe there. Go to our Instagram and follow us. Go to our Facebook page and like it. Write reviews wherever, you know, um, on Facebook, I guess you can write reviews for our page. Um, wherever you listen to the podcast, whatever platform you listen through, write a review for us there. Subscribe to us. So that way you're notified of the most recent episodes as they come out. Um, and it really does help. I know we say this a lot. A lot of other podcasts and shows say this a lot. But all those things really do help us out. Um, we like to see people following us and liking us and interacting and commenting and subscribing and, you know, all that stuff. It really is helpful. So we know you're out there listening and we know we say this every time and it kind of, you know, maybe like a broken record, but you know, we really do appreciate it and it really does help. Um, we also have some, uh, what was it? Premium content? Is that? It's not better. It's just more. Oh yeah, that's right. It's not premium content. It's just more. Um, so we have a pay subscription based, um, thing through Spotify for podcasters. And if you go to any of our social medias, um, you'll be able to follow a link that'll take you to where you can subscribe to this. It's a low monthly fee and it's just bonus content, extra episodes, stuff that we don't post in the normal free feed. Um, and you get shout outs. That's a, also another perk that you get when you subscribe. And we've got some shout outs here. Yep. We got Don N. Woohoo! Don N. Lisa F. Woohoo, Lisa F. Phil K. Thank you, Phil K. Bobby J. Thank you, Bobby J. Vince G. Woohoo, Vince G. Steph LTP. Go, Steph. Go, Steph. And Maddie P. Go, Maddie P. So, those are all of our subscribers to our It's Not Better, It's Just More content. They get bonus episodes every month, they get these shout outs. And if you feel left out, you should go and subscribe to that. So then you'll be getting bonus content and you'll be getting the shout outs and you'll be getting a little peach woohoo in your name <laughs> and you'll feel better about yourself. I guarantee it. <laughs> so go check that out. We appreciate all of our subscribers there as well. Yep. Um, so now that we're done with all that stuff. We did all the housekeeping. We did. And because if we don't do it right at the beginning, we forget, we forget about it. it. And it's not that it's not important. We're just forgetful people. Yeah. Um, and we usually get off on fucking stupid tangents. I and, have uh, ADHD and Jeff is old. So, you know. Wow. That's fucking rude. <laughs> Holy shit. I was wondering, like, as you were saying, I have ADHD. I was like, what's she going to say about me? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just that I'm fucking old, I guess. That's not true. I'm not old. And I, that doesn't mean I'm forgetful because of that. closer to 50. No, well, I'm right not. in the middle right now, so it doesn't matter. I'm closer to both. <laughs> You're uh, closer to 50 than 30. Yeah, but that means that's just logic. Like, <laughs> whatever. You're closer to 40. Shut up. Yeah, how's it feel? I don't like Oldie it. locks yourself. I don't like it. How old are you going to be this year? 39. 
Thirty. What was that? Thirty nine. Ooh, one step away. One step away from the big four zero. Don't like it. Yeah, that's right. You call me old motherfucker. Mm. Um. So, what'd you do this week? Um. <laughs> I was just kidding. I don't care. Well, something that. Hey, I said I don't care. Something that Jeff is not going to talk about, but I'm going to. Um, since I've been home on medical leave. There in the beginning there wasn't a lot that I could do, so it was basically just like sitting, reading, watching TV, playing on the computer, whatever. Um, I started to rewatch a series that oh. had been on ABC Family back in the day, or and I think it's Freeform now. It was Fox Family at some point, but it was Channel Twenty Nine. If you're in this area on uh, Comcast, um, and it was Pretty Little Liars. I tried to watch this a couple years ago. Um, Can I just interject? What? Why are we talking about this? Just because I have a reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I tried to do a rewatch a couple of years ago. I got to the, because there are seven seasons and two spinoffs. Um, I didn't watch either the spinoffs last time. Didn't watch them this time either. Um I got to the final season, the seventh season, a couple of years ago, and I just, it got boring to me. But I wanted to find out, like, you know, I, I wanted to find out what happened. And I finally, like, I struggled through this the final season, this go-round, and I was just so disappointed. Like, and I, granted, this show, I want to say it ended in like 2015 or whatever, maybe 2016. So it's been a while. But it's like, I, I just, I wanted to know what happened and I was just so disappointed. And it's like, it's just very sad. And now that I'm done watching it because I've been watching it like nonstop for the past month, I don't have anything else to watch. So it, I'm kind of bored again. But what was your point? You said, just you said that I was disappointed. Yes. I just wanted to share, like, oh. like have you ever watched a series, like a um a series that like you started watching when it first aired, but then you finished it up afterwards, and like you were just kind of let down by, like, the content. I'm asking you. Oh no, I don't know. I can't think of any show that I was just. Well, I mean. Not let down, but just not less entertained. Like, that happened with the Big Bang Theory. Like, it started off really good, but then as they started to get, like, more responsible and they got, like, relationships and, like, children brought in the picture, it just seemed less fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I get, like, oh, well, that's life. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I deal with that in life. Like, I don't want to watch a show that's like, wow, that's just, like, me, but, like, not fun. But... Like, okay, so I love Friends. If you've been here for any amount of time or you know me in real life, like, I love Friends. It's, like, my favorite show, hands down. I watch it every single night, like, as I'm going to sleep. Um, I, I I watch it so much and have watched it so much for so many years. Like, I can pretty much recite the episodes. Or if, like, you give me, like, a very small situation from one episode, I can tell you everything else that happens. It's... I guess a tiny bit of a problem. I would put that to the test if you ever went to a friend's trivia night because Harry Potter didn't go so well. Yeah, but so they asked very specific questions from the books. And again, I still call bullshit. Those people did not know that fucking 
12 ingredient potion that's mentioned one time in one book. There's no fucking way. Which I've been really listening to the books and I still haven't come across where they say that potion. So I don't know where that spell. I don't, I don't know where the fuck it's at or where it's from or how they fucking know. Yeah, I, I forget, but. I'm doing like a juggling act with like listening to that now because I've had to return books because I can renew them through the audio book library that I Because through the, the libraries that the, where we used to live and now where we live, I have an app where you can take out audio books for free. But my time keeps running out, so I have to return it because I can't renew it. And I have to put it on hold and then it keeps popping back. But I already have the book after it taken out as well. So that has to be returned in a certain amount of days. I still have to finish up. The, like the last four hours of the book before it. What book are you on? I'm on The Order of the Phoenix. Uh, I still have four hours left of that. But I have the Half-Blood Prince already taken out. But the days that I have that for is already ticking down. But I, normally I don't listen to it except for when I'm at work. So on the weekends, those days are just going by. Because I don't listen to it on the weekends. Because me and Peach are doing stuff together. I don't listen to stuff at work. Order of the Phoenix is probably my favorite book out of the series. I thought you said The Goblet of Fire was. No. I like The Goblet of Fire, but I don't love the book or the movie. Order of the Phoenix is definitely my favorite book. And my favorite movie is um, Chamber of Secrets. Or no, 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 no. Prisoner of Azkaban. It's the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban. But like... So I already have that. And when I borrowed it, it was like... you. I just borrowed it straight away like the... Uh, Half-Blood Prince like it was there just to take I didn't have to put mm-hmm. it on hold now that I've got it out and the time's ticking down one person is waiting to borrow it now so I'm not going to be able to renew it when no. my time starts getting new it's like where the fuck were you like you weren't there before <laughs> so and then I don't have to worry about the Deathly Hallows because we own that one mm-hmm. uh, in audiobook form in our library on Audible so don't have to worry about that so we have the first three we and own the them, one. and then the last one, but the ones in between don't have so far. Um, but yeah, and then coming up is going to be our marathon because we usually do that around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure why we started it that way. Because the one year for Valentine's Day, you took me to the Poconos and like that fancy oh, yeah. like bed and breakfast, Camelot. Yeah, it wasn't and- that fancy where you complained. About the room. <laughs> well, they fucked up they and they did. double booked the room that we were already in and they tried to have us move to like a less nice room. Weren't offering to like give us like a refund on like the price difference or anything like that. And I they believe just... they wanted to move us to the, a higher floor. No, it was lower. We were on the second floor and they moved us oh. down to the first floor. Well, I thought one of the excuses you gave was because you couldn't. No, it was that the bed was uncomfortable as fuck. And I I had said to the guy, um, we like packed all our stuff up and switched rooms or whatever. And which again, you really, they really should have catered to us being as we were already checked into the room mm-hmm. and we had made our reservation first and we were there for two nights and the other people were only there for a night. Um, but they were like, I'm really sorry about this. Um, can you move? So we're like, fine, whatever. We moved to the other room. It was a lot less nice. The bed was smaller. It was super hard and uncomfortable. And I was like, you know what? We're already packed up. I was like, I I don't want to stay in this room. Like, I'm just going to go ask if we can leave. 
Like well, if I they think can just... you busted out the fact that you have fibromyalgia. Well, yeah, and I was having like back issues yeah, at the, the time. The bed was the culprit. Like we can't sleep on that bed. That yeah. bed's not. The other one was nicer. Um, yeah, and I was like, you know, I understand that you double book that room, and I'm not trying to like create a problem, but but I'm about to create a problem. No, I was just like, uh, we don't want to stay in the other room. Can you just refund us for the night? And he was like, oh no. I don't want to do that. Just go back to the original room. It's like, well, you're the one that made us move. So just refund us for the night. And like, I don't know why that wasn't an option. But it, it was all all sorts of fucked up. And then like for after I'd said something about like, oh, we'll just we'll just leave. Just refund us. Um, then it was, oh, well, we'll give you a dinner voucher and drink vouchers because, like, it's a bed and breakfast. So it has, like, um, it wasn't really a bed and breakfast. It just had, like, a little restaurant attached to it. Yeah, but they, like, call themselves a bed and breakfast. It's not like a hotel because they deliver breakfast to your room. Well, they have, like, the little, like, fruit plate and, like, muffins and stuff. It's not, like, breakfast, breakfast. But, like, I think they they had, like, a little restaurant there. Yeah, and... It, it, the the whole thing was just like shitty but like that like that part of it anyway but um the reason the Harry Potter marathon started was like Jeff got me Valentine stuff that was all Harry Potter themed Harry chocolate frogs yeah and... he got me the um the eight movie DVD set he got me a Harry Potter backpack like everything um, was in the backpack. Blu-ray set oh Come yeah on. the Blu-ray set um, the Blu-ray set, the backpack, a stuffed head wig, and then, like, the Harry Potter candies. And I want to say Harry Potter hair clips. Mm, maybe. So then we started watching them. So then ever since then, we've kind yeah. of watched them around Valentine's Day. Yeah, we... Like, in February. And it was... That trip was nice. It, it did snow a little bit while we were there. Mm-hmm. We went to that pizza place and got pizza that was... Yeah. Had Katrina's your name. Pizza, yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't really do much because we stayed inside most of the time just yeah. hanging out and watching the, the movies. The one time we did go out to get pizza, we also ran to Walmart because, like Jeff said, I have fibromyalgia. And my fibromyalgia decided to flare that weekend. So I was in, like, excruciating back pain the entire time we were there and ended up actually having to call out of work for the entire next week and have to go to my doctor's. And I think I ended up getting a cortisone shot in my back that week. I don't know. It was bad. Like, it was really fucking bad. Like, I couldn't walk. Speaking of Harry Potter, on my Facebook memories the other day was when we did the bar crawl came up. Yeah. Um, yep. Down in Baltimore at the Power Plant Live, we did a Harry Potter bar crawl. And uh, we all got we got dressed up because, you know, what are you, Peach? What? What? What are you doing? Hold on. Can you pause this real quick? Pause it? Yeah. Hold on. We'll be right back. Uh, we gotta remember what the fuck we're talking about. Harry Potter bar, bar crawl. Doesn't matter if we say it out loud right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back. Pause again. Yeah. See, now it's going. Oh. Call me a dum-dum. Yeah, I did call you a dum-dum. Okay, so we're back. So Harry Potter bar crawl. Man, we're like jumping all over the place. Like, I know. It, but I mean, hey. It is what it is. I mean, hey. It's what she said. Um... But the Harry Potter bar crawl was cool. I said, like, we all, both got dressed up because you are... A Hufflepuff. And I am... A Slytherin. So we got butt dressed up, and, you know, Hufflepuffs and Slytherins go well together. Mm-hmm. So we went well together to that bar crawl, and we got 
drinking. Yeah, um, it was really fun. If you've never done like a themed bar crawl, I don't know if they've done another one after that. I never got. I get emails from uh, for other things they do. Yeah, but um, I'd do another one of those. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. It was expensive. I, I want to say we each spent like about $150 on drinks and food. I don't food. think it was that much. It, it was that much because I remember like looking at like my credit card statement afterwards no. and I was like, holy shit. Um, but that being said, like we drank a lot. You got <laughs> like a, cup. a lot. <laughs> you got a cup, you got a wand. Peach mm-hmm. lost her wand. I, yeah. I know exactly where I left it. I left it in um, on a couch. I still in have the last bar we were somewhere, at. I think. I didn't lose it. It's somewhere in our possessions. Um, we got like lanyards mm-hmm. and the, like I said, the cups and the, each, each, you got to go to different like bars in the facility. Um, and they all had like different house drinks and they were all decorated differently. Um, you took that big decal that you still have on your car window yeah. of Hermione. Was that like in a bathroom like mirror or something? Yeah. I had gone into <laughs> the, cause like, there were, I want to say there were six bars that were participating because it was at the Camden Waterfront. No. Where the where the hell are you at, Peach? Because we're in Baltimore. Yeah, but there it was Camden at, Yards. No, it was at the Power Plant Live. Yeah. It was like Xfinity Live in Philadelphia. Like it's a complex that's comprised of different bars and restaurants, but it's one building. Um, so it's like that there. It's down near the waterfront, like the the inner yeah. harbor. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking. But um, so there were six bars. Uh, four of the six bars were like Harry Potter house themes. There was like a Ravenclaw common room, Hufflepuff common room, Gryffindor common room, Slytherin common room, and then there was um, I forget what the other two. One, I think, was, like, supposed to be, like, the Great Hall, and then the other was, like, the Quidditch pitch, I nah, think. I don't really remember that Um, part. And, like, each of the bars was, like, themed. I said that. Right. Yeah, so they had, like, like the Slytherin common room had, like, all Slytherin-themed and they drinks. Had like, well, it was just one drink. No, it You was, could get different drinks, but there was, like, one Slytherin drink. And then a shot. And you could get, like, I think you could get the other drinks at the other ones, too. But, like, each one only, I don't know, maybe you couldn't. I don't know, it's been a while. I have the lanyard. I just, like, put it in a memory box. And, like, on the lanyard it said, like, what bars had what drinks. Yeah, I have pictures, but, I mean, the pictures Mm -hmm. don't really give you the information of what we're trying to tell. And it was so much fun because... Like, all all the bars were playing really good music, and they had, like, dance floors and stuff, so we were dancing, and, like, everyone there is just having a good time, and then the one um, bar we went into, they had food, so we, like, ate dinner there, and it, it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was. I would definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I haven't seen them advertise that, or, or any other places, for that matter, um, do that, but... It was a good time. So, um, I don't know how we got on that and where we were going. Uh, we were talking about... Okay. We're going to pause we're it. We're going to pause it again. Yeah. And we're we'll pausing again. And we'll be back, I guess, way later because Peach is going to Costco without me. Yes. <laughs> we'll tell um, you all about it. <laughs> yeah. I guess that'll be more to talk about when uh, we get back. So, we'll be back. All right. Bye. See ya. Later. Not next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And we're back. We are. After 
a bit. A couple of hours. Yes. A Costco trip later. To you, it's been a matter of seconds. Yeah. So you will not know the difference. (laughs) You wouldn't unless we, we just told you. So now we ruined it for you. Yeah. The fuck are you doing? I'm trying to what get the, the fuck? The whole this. I'm trying to get the blanket. What the hell's going on? <laughs> you should have done this before. Yeah, I wasn't thinking it would be that hard. Jesus Holy Christ. Alright. Well, I'm always cold. I needed my blanket. So, we stopped because little Peach went to Costco. I did. It's my first trip to Costco. How'd that go? It was fun. Um, but are we there yet? Well, we're there because you just went. So well, I guess we'll just talk about it right this instant. Oh, I mean, you normally don't let us do that. Well, it just happened. So well, Okay. So my friend Kate came over last night and hung out. And while we were hanging out, like the subject of Costco's, Costco and BJ's came up. Um. And I used to have a BJ's membership years ago when my kids were little and we would buy diapers and wipes and like bottles of water and like, you know, like the, the little kid stuff, uh, cereal and go-gurts and fruit cups and fruit snacks and all the stuff that you need in bulk when you have four small children. But with it being just Jeff and I, we haven't really had a need for that, but um, one of my other friends, their parents have a Costco membership and she's got me a couple things um, in the past. A big thing of Mucinex, um, the giant pot, chicken pot pie. She got three things that time. I just don't remember what the third thing was. But um, just like random stuff. And Did you see any rotisserie chickens? Yeah, people were waiting too. Oh shit! Like, do you take a number or something, or you no, just wait you to just snatch wait. it when they put it out? Yeah, pretty much. Like you wait in line. There were probably when we first walked up, there were like three people waiting, and like the guy had put out a couple, and like two people took theirs and walked away. And then, like, as we were in another section, we could still see the rotisserie chicken, and they were getting ready to put, like, 10 out, and there was, like, a line. I don't understand, because, like, rotisserie's chicken is, like, I mean, they're cooking it, right? Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah. That's something that you need to be eating right then. Like, you're not taking it home to put it in the fridge, are you? Well, I think you're taking it home and having it for, like, that But how many people are taking it and having it for that next meal that are sitting there waiting in a big old long line? Like, you're all decided to have fucking rotisserie chicken this day? Like They're only, like, five bucks. I know, but still. It just seems crazy. But, um, so, my friend Kate, from last night. Peanut butter pies? Didn't see that. Uh, they did have the chicken pot pie. Because if they did have a peanut butter pie and you didn't come it. home with one, yes, I, I think that it. I'd be showing you the door back out. Um, they had the giant behemoth chicken pot pie. And with mm. that, they also had a shepherd's pie. We don't need that. But Peach I can make both of them. And they are like really expensive. But while I'm saying they're expensive, they're also huge. So, like, if you didn't want to have to deal with making either one of those, because both of them do take a lot of effort, um, and the chicken pot pie is, like, filled with chicken, like, it, it's almost too much chicken. So, I would assume that the shepherd's pie is probably very comparable to that, like, just a lot of meat. But, um... I did specifically look for the peanut butter pie and they did not have that. They had, um, it was like a berry pie and I was like, ah, that's nothing fancy. 
Doesn't sound very good. Um, But my friend Kate was like, hey, I'm because I had asked her. I was like, next time you go to Costco, can I come with you? I just want to like look and see some of the what some of the prices are and like if it would be worth it for me and Jeff to get a membership because with my teacher ID, I actually get a discount to Costco. So like they're their regular like run of the mill um now what's the difference between run of the mill and the higher one what do you get differently you get money back at the end of the year they like cut you a check that's not what you get with a basic one no is that the only difference and there are like other things like other perks well what are those perks i'm not sure well you're no help but like when we had we had the the bj's membership it was like the basic one but then we got like a free upgrade one time um so we would get the check at the end of the year we would get coupons that were like specifically targeted towards you like we would buy love's diapers a lot and berkeley and jensen's wipes so i started getting coupons in the monthly coupon but again box. that money back is only based on how much you buy during yeah. the year right and after that first year of having like the premium one we were able to take the money that we earned back and roll it over to pay for the next I know, but that makes sense. But again, you were buying a shitload of diapers and stuff. Like, again, for just me and you, how much would we really be buying in the year? Because we'd be buying stuff that would last. We'd have to go, like, one trip, and it would last us for a long time. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be going back every week. Yeah, because, like, the toilet paper, which, again, if you like the toilet paper, I definitely think that that would be beneficial because instead of paying... Like I said, 13 to 15 for 12 to 20, this is paying 20 bucks for 30. So like, it's worth it. And like the paper towels were a lot cheaper. The rice, the flour, the sugar, the spices, the meats were cheaper, some of the meats. But again, that's all based on how often you're buying it. Because yeah. if you're paying to shop there per year, and yes, you're buying some things that are cheaper than buying in the store and you get more, but if you're not buying them frequently, it's not really saving you. But with my teacher ID, I get the discount. So like the basic membership is $60 typically. My like teacher discount, I would get the membership for $40 and then I would get a $20 Costco gift card to shop there. So like technically the membership is really only $20 because you're getting that $20 back to shop. But I don't know. I, I go back and forth because like, it's like, do we really need it? But I don't I don't know. I mean, it would be it would be nice. But like, again, like on your membership dealio, does it have your picture on it? Yeah. See, it would be better if like you could split a membership with somebody mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you want to go use it? Go use it. If I want to go use it. Well, so like BJ's used to have like you could do like a family membership where it was like one account. But like I had a card, the douche had a card and so did his girlfriend. But I think you still would be paying more for that, right? Than just a normal one person. That was when we got the upgrade. Mm-hmm. We had three cards. I don't know. I just, yeah, it seems like it would be nice. But I just don't think it's worth it for us being like we don't have the space to store fucking 25 pounds of flour and rice. Yeah. And but Kate was like. Two of us. Yeah. Kate was like, do you want to go? I'm going today. That's why I was like, oh, pause. Pause this. She, she texts me and was saying she's going. So we went 
and like we looked around and stuff and I got to try a couple of samples. I tried like their in-house made chili, which was really tasty. I tried um, prime energy drink or I don't know. I don't know if it's like the prime energy drink or the prime like Gatorade drink, but I tried the blue one. It was tasty. The blue flavor. Uh, I think it was blue raspberry. Um, And then I also tried like a Wagyu beef. Uh, jerky which was very tasty um but like when when kate and i were checking out um they had a, a three pound bag of pistachios for 13 you said fi- three pound 48 ounces yeah, yeah. isn't that three pounds mm-hmm. 16 ounces and a pound yeah so three three pounds um and it was thirteen forty nine, and Jeff really likes. See, pistachios. that would be worth it. But again, how often would I be buying them if I'm buying three pounds in a clip? Yeah, yeah, it's saving me money. It is cheaper, but how often am I going back to get them? Then, yeah, you know? no, I get that. I would definitely buy that, but mm-hmm. again, I don't know. Yeah, that's what Kate said. She was like, "Well, what do you think?" And I'm like. I definitely see the benefit to it and I would want the membership. But then it's like thinking about it. It's like, well, we could just use the discount and see if it's worth it at the end of the year. Like, did we feel like it was used enough or worthwhile enough and then renew it? Because, I mean, it is only 20 bucks, like in the grand scheme of things. It's 40, but then you get the 20 back. So, I don't know. But it was fun to walk around. And it's just like, I haven't been, I've never been in a Costco. And it's been like probably eight years since I was in a BJ's. And I just forget how massive those stores are. And like, this Costco had like a bunch of furniture set up and like clothing and all sorts of stuff. And like, they had sheds in like the middle of the aisles. It was just... It's so much stuff. Like, we walked around for probably, like, an hour, hour and a half, roughly. And, like, we didn't even walk down every single aisle. There was, like, a chunk of the store that we didn't even bother to look in. And it's just, like, (laughs) you could spend, like, an entire afternoon just, like, wandering and looking at stuff. It was just crazy. But, so, what were we talking about? Did anybody tell you they loved you when you walked in? No. Is that a thing? No, that's just in the movie Idiocracy. Where they go into Costco and, welcome to Costco. I love you. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) And they find the time machine in there. Um, And it's a giant place and they walk forever. Yeah. It's not really far off. (laughs) So we we weren't really talking. We went to, we just finished talking about Harry Potter. And mm-hmm. our bar crawl and our marathon reasons in February and mm-hmm. such. Yeah, when we do the marathon, we typically, like, Jeff found a recipe years ago for, like, alcoholic butter beer. So, like, we'll make that and we'll have, like, fun-themed food with it. And, like, the one year I made butter beer fudge and we had, I think I made, like, the their version of, like, a chicken pot pie. I don't think so. 
I don't think I've ever heard them talk about a pot pie. It Although, was in the, the one recipe book. I found it online. Those books, and then sometimes watching the fucking movies, it really makes you hungry when they're talking about feasting. And, like, <laughs> yeah. there are times to eat breakfast because they just have so much fucking food. Mm-hmm. Like, sausages and chickens and fucking, <laughs> they're just eating and bacon and breakfast and sauce. I'm just like, man... <laughs> and when they're talking about, oh, I can't wait to get to the feast, the fucking beginning of the year feast or the end of the year feast, and it's like I forget feasting what, all the time. I forget what book it it's in, but they're talking about Ron going in on the desserts. Yeah, and he's like shoving like um, what they say, like biscuits and pudding and cakes. But and- I mean, if I was a kid and I was, oh, and here's the yeah. thing: I never really thought. Hmm. Like, you know, we're just getting off on more Harry Potter. Okay, um, fine. Do they have to pay to go there? Like, they get invited to fucking go. Like, Harry got invited to go, and he did have his little bank vault that his parents left him. But, like, do you pay tuition to go to Hogwarts? Know. I would assume so. Like, do they just let you in based on, like, your family or your merit or whatever? Like, how do you get chosen to come? They want to be all about, like, being equal and stuff like that. And, like, Dumbledore and shit doesn't, like, care about, like, you know, tr- uh, you know, full-blooded people. And they care about, like, half, you know, the mudbloods, quote-unquote. Okay, so two places are saying there is no tuition. Wow. And the one place that says that there is no tuition says that there is a grant to help poor students pay for their books and cauldrons. Yeah, well, you mean Harry's got money for that. Yeah, and then... um, Why don't the Weasleys use that then? They're poor. They never talk about using a grant. Because they're not poor. Like... They are not poor, but the whole theme, underlying theme throughout the books is that they're poor and can't afford anything. People look and down. And Ron hates it because he says, I don't wish we weren't poor. They're not poor in the way, like, other people, like, they have no money. They're just, like, spendthrifty because they do have a lot of children. But Mr. Weasley makes good money at the ministry. They're just not thought of highly because they associate with people that aren't full Then lives. why do they think of themselves as poor then? What do you mean? Like, they think of themselves as poor. Like, the mom's always like, oh, I don't know if we can afford this. Ron's like, we're fucking poor and I hate it. Um, like, they they act and, and think that themselves are poor. It's not based on what other people think of them. Like, they're poor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then students only need to buy their school supplies like parchment, quills, cauldrons, wands, etc. Hogwarts professors get their salary from the ministry. Um, and but then there's another one that says, thanks to diligent research of Mix Kevin O'Keefe, we now know Harry Potter's alma mater costs about forty three thousand per year. Yeah. So it's conflicting. Yeah, and it's like if that's never said, where the fuck do you get that from? Um. So like the cost of essential back to school wizard items, like the wand would cost you forty two dollars, and Al is one hundred and forty. So and a cauldron is a hundred. Is he saying that it's not a tuition; it's what you'd spend on stuff you need? Maybe. But again, throughout all the books, if you're reading the books, which is a source material, and it's definitely never said in the movies. If they never say it anywhere that there's a tuition, how would you... Th- oh, I got this information. Where'd you get that fucking information from? And you don't know how much this stuff costs. You can't like even 
hypothesize because you don't know how much each thing costs. Like they briefly talk about okay, so from time to time. Hogwarts has no tuition. The other, the guy, the Mick guy is saying like in Did real life. Did you just life, fucking like derogatory Irishman him? No, they say Mick decided to crunch the numbers and calculated what the actual cost of attending Hogwarts would be. So, like, if Hogwarts was real and you had to pay tuition, it would cost about $43,000 a year. Like, private school-wise. I feel like this wise. is just turning into a Harry Potter episode. Maybe it'll be a bonus episode instead of episode 133. It sounds like it, because we're <laughs> getting far into it, and we've still just been talking about Harry Potter and Costco the whole time. Well, and you also go to that school for seven years. It's not, like, so it's, in America, we go to middle school, which is... 6th, 7th, and 8th, and then high school, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. And that's also, like, it's regional because some elementary schools go to 6th grade, some... But again, how do you get picked to go? Who who says you get to go? Like, yeah, Harry got his letter. If you're a wizard. And, yeah, but, witch. like, who, who decides? Like, not everybody gets to go there. They're always priding themselves with, like, ooh, Hogwarts is the finest, and you're able to come here. But there's other schools. Like, so who decides that you get it's to come to this school? It's the territory. If you, if you live in America, you go to the the Wizarding and Witchcraft School in America. I I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, like, Ivalmorny or something like that. Or it's, like, I-L... Hold on, I'll look it we, up. You said this before. Yeah. But who gets to decide? Because, like, in there, it was like, oh, his name has been down in the whatever since... Because you know, blah, blah. he lived in that area. So then it's not really special that you get to go. You just get to go. If you're a wizard, you just fucking get to go. Well, and you, I guess you can choose, too, because they say in the one thing that um, Draco got accepted into drum strength. Yeah, so how do you... His mom didn't want to send him there because it was too far away. So you can just pick wherever the fuck. But you, waiting for that letter is so important. But you just get letters from everywhere and you just decide where you want to go. Hold on. Because he doesn't fucking live where fucking that other place is. Um. And again, any answer that you could find would just be somebody hypothesizing. Because nowhere in the books does it give this information. And that's the source material. You can't just make shit up because you think it goes this way. This is not explained in any of the books. Like, what, no. how do you get chosen? How do you go to one But that's or the other? what um, the... The hell is the name of that? The Wizarding World. The whole, like, wizardingworld.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pottermore. The website that J.K. Rowling created in the world. Is there just like, more information there? Yeah. Like, you can... Like, when it first came out, you took a test, you got sorted into your house, and you pick your Patronus and your, your, um... You get uh, to pick it? Well, like, you take a test. Like, I am a a huge nerd. I thought it just comes out when you do it. Because, like, in the books, again, everybody's all astonished that Harry can do one. What your Patronus is. And he just does it, and it happens to be the stag. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't pick it. Well, no, I mean, you take a test and it picks it for you, like what your Patronus would be. Okay, so you're just talking about in the real world going there. Like, I'm talking about in the the mythical world, like in that mythology. Mm-hmm. You don't get to pick your Patronus. No, it's just what... You're talking about us as real people going to this website and taking a test and it tells you yes. your hypothetical, what you would have. Yes, yeah, see, we were talking about two different things. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I'm like, in the books, you don't get to pick it. It just happens. No, but 
it can change. And a lot like, of people have, can't even do it. If you have a trauma, like... Oh, you're a big old loser like Snape. I want to change mine because that was theirs and I'm sad. Whatever, he's a dick. He is a dick, but he actually loved her. But he doesn't give it... Yeah, he loved his mom. Mm-hmm. He still hates him. Like, he's not caring for him. He, and anything that he does for Harry, it's just because of his mom. He's not like, I really do like you. He's like, I just, it's just all because I cared about your mom. I really don't give a shit about you. I'm just doing this for her because I loved her. Yeah. That's not the best reason to do it. He's no, not a good not the person. Best. No, but... He's just doing shit because he loved a woman that he couldn't have and he's still pining for her even though she's fucking dead and she didn't choose him and she had a kid with somebody else and he's like, I'll keep her kid safe in her memory because my love for her, but, you know, really fuck that kid. I'm going to be an asshole to him though. But, like, when it comes to life or death, I might step in and do something because I loved his mom. I don't really care about the kid. I mean, what you're saying is accurate, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just, ugh. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I just did. Uh, uh. I'm like such a dick. Uh. Welcome to Harry Potter talk. Fucking fudge is an asshole and Umbridge is an asshole. So like when Jeff and I first met, he was very anti Harry Potter. He could not stand Harry Potter. That's because I was he traumatized. Hadn't seen all the movies. He had never read the books. And like I was a book fan before I was a movie fan. And in a roundabout way. So like I I did make fun of like my best friend in high school because she was reading the first Harry Potter book and I was like, Why are you reading a little kid's book? And she's like, It's not a kid's book. I'm like, it Yes, is a kid's it is book. a kid's book. I was like, why are you reading it? And she's like, it's so good. And I'm like, whatever, you're a loser. And then I was friends with like this one group of friends. My, um, I guess it, when the fuck did the first Harry Potter movie come out? Like 2001? Around then. It was like my sophomore or junior year in high school. And my group of friends was like, oh, we're going to go see Harry Potter at the midnight release. Do you want to come? I was like. Why do you want to see a fucking kids movie? And my one friend was like, it's not a kids movie. It's fucking awesome. You're going to love it. It is a kids movie. Like, again, these are fans trying to justify their fandom. Yeah. But, like, seriously, call it what it is. It It is is a kids kids book. It is a kids movie. Yeah. It's for kids. Like, yes, there's lots of things out there that kids, that are for kids that grownups can also enjoy. Like Disney movies. But it is kids. It's for kids. So I went and I was like, oh, all right. I I enjoyed this movie. I'm going to read the books. So I told my mom I wanted the books. She bought me um, the first four that were out. And she was like, here, read them. I was like, wonderful. Blew through them. By the time I was done the first four. No, it was the first three. By the time I was done reading the first three, the fourth book was coming out. I full on... Harry Potter fandom went to like the midnight releases they used to have at uh, Borders, which is why Jeff is traumatized. It's part of the reason I was traumatized. Yeah, there's there's like multiple reasons. Yeah, but when Jeff and I got together, my ex husband kept my Harry Potter books because he's a fucking piece of shit, and like the majority of them were first releases. I think the only ones that like weren't actual first releases were the first three books that my mom had gotten me because she got them in like a box set. But they were all, like, hardbound. Um, like, it, it really pissed me off that he kept them. And he did that on purpose. 
so Jeff one year for Christmas got me all the books and like I did a reread or what or maybe I started and I didn't finish but um I was like have you never like seen the movies all the way through and he's like no and I'm like, can we please just watch them all the way through? Like, they're really good movies. I had seen up to a point. Again, this is my traumatization. At one point, there was somebody that I knew that was reading the books and was way into them. And I had, didn't know anything about them at that point. But then I was like, looked at the book. And I like looked about what I was. I'm like, this is, again, I was like, this is a kid's book. Like, why are you, you're a full grown adult. And you're reading a kid's book and not like you're super into it. And they were like, oh, but it's so fun and it's cool and sure. So then I got a job at Borders, which was a bookstore, if you don't know, because it's not around anymore. It was like Barnes & Noble, but um, it's called Borders, which for a while, Borders and like Amazon had a thing, like they were kind of together, um, like the whole books thing. But it was like, you know, had books, had we had movies and CDs and... Um, I started off like we're just working in the book section, but eventually I made it to like it was cool like to be in the music department, and um, but again Harry Potter reared its ugly head again with like midnight releases of books when they came out, and like we would have to stay open late, and if you had to work that shift, you had to be there because like all these people were like mobbing the bookstore, and they would come in dressed up as like characters or like as wizards and and stuff like that, and this was like before things are the way it is like now like these people were making their outfits like you couldn't go and buy a costume mm-hmm. like it wasn't they're... like all the merchandise that's out now for harry potter like this was just like when the books were still coming out and the movies were first coming out um there was some merchandise but it was few and far between and it was typically only gryffindor stuff yeah but like, like they weren't selling like costumes no. like these people were coming in making their costumes dressed and i was just like Man, fuck these people coming in dressed as shit for this book that I got to be here for working when I would rather be home. So that was another traumatization. And then I started dating someone who was really into them as well and like just kind of pushed it on me and was just like, oh yeah, watching the movies. So I had watched a, a good amount of the movies, but I hadn't watched all of them because like up to a point, because then when we weren't together anymore, but like I think more movies came out after that. Or, like, a couple were, like, still left. And I was just like, man, I don't know. Just, like, Harry Potter put a bad taste in my mouth. Or people had done it for Harry Potter, putting a bad taste in my mouth. Like, all these things. So then me and Peach got together, and she was a big Harry Potter fan. So then, again, like I said, or she said, finished watching the movies. You know, then I started reading the books or like listening to the books because I don't read books anymore. I don't really have time to sit down and read, and reading makes me sleepy. So I like to read, I like books, but I just can't actually read physical books anymore because number one, I don't have time, and number two, it puts me to sleep, and I don't get to read that much at a clip when I don't really have time to do it in the first place. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks, which I think is a really good thing. And some people might say, oh, that's not, that's not reading. It is. It's like, well, yeah, I'm listening to the book, but like, whatever. So now I had listened to all the books, and now I'm in the process of re-listening to all the books. And it's fun, and I get it, and it's just like with everything else. Like, it is a kid's book, ultimately, throughout. But as you go on, things start to get more adult and dark as they grow up, and more dark and and stuff like that. So it kind of gets more, like, adult-ish as you go through the series. 
Um, but that's kind of like where you would think, like for me, where I'm like, oh, it's a kid's book. But as it gets more adult, I kind of start to enjoy it less. Because I'm like, it's not as fun. It's not as like whimsical. Uh, like, oh, that seems like it would be a cool place to go to and have all these fun adventures. It's like, well, this shit just got serious. So now it's just like, it's not as fun. Um, okay. Well, then you can turn off automatically in five minutes. Five minutes or five seconds? I don't remember. Five minutes. <laughs> you do what you want, Xbox. You turn on by yourself anyway, and then you can turn off by your fucking self. You do what you want. Um, yeah, I said five minutes. Just flash it again. So, yeah. But, like, now I'm a fan, and I enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, my God, I know everything about it, but I do enjoy it. And that was the thing. We had gone to a Harry Potter um, trivia at a winery years ago. With our friend Chuck when he was up no, to visit. No, that was a cider house. That was Stone and Key. Stone and Key Winery. No, that's ciders. That might have had some wine, but that was that's a cider place. Yeah, that's what I was drinking. I was drinking the green apple wine. And they might have had some wines, but I mean, I think they're a, a mostly a cidery. Okay. But um, I was like, I know so much about the, the books, the movies. Like, I've been a fan for a long time. I've done multiple rereads <laughs> of the books. They had questions and you were not allowed to use your phone <laughs> we had the lie detector test that was discovered to be a lie <laughs> i know all this stuff we did not win no we didn't even fucking come close because they had multiple questions where it was like okay there's a spell that has 12 ingredients you have to name all the ingredients and you have to name who who performed the spell and who, what they used it for and i'm like there is no fucking way that these people remember every fucking ingredient and the people that won got a hundred percent on it and it's like they like came together like voltron like each one of them knew a certain ingredient they put their forces together like i know yeah, this ingredient. it's like no i'm sorry someone looked that shit up yeah I like I, I call bullshit, bullshit. oh jinx yummy yeah. um lots of things yeah um i i was not okay with that because it's like i'm sorry there's no fucking way that one group memorized. Because, like, we were not the only group that was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because, like, and Jeff's doing the reread. And, like, I don't remember what book. And they, they wouldn't say. And, like, we couldn't use our phones until after it was done. I'm, like, right now on the fifth book. And I have yet to encounter a reread. And I don't remember it from the first time. But I... I now during the reread like they still have not mentioned this whatever it is and all the ingredients that go into whatever the only thing that i can think of is there was one point during the half-blood prince because that's where harry um finds the half-blood prince's old beat up uh potion book that's what i'm going to next so if i listen to it and i don't hear this fucking so thing i think it's that and I think that's where it's from, but it's like you're telling that book came out like probably ten years before that thing. Like, yeah, who I remembers just, that? Who's gonna sit there and be like, I'm gonna memorize this because someday I'm gonna fucking do it myself and be magical? Like, there's no, uh, not a good reason why like, if you are reading these books to go like, I should remember this. Yeah, and it just there were like other questions where it's like that's not really accurate and like the answers were kind of like dancing around i want to say this because i'm salty but like i'm obsessed with certain things like if somebody asked me something about friday the 13th i'd probably be able to rattle off shit people would be like you don't know that for real like how could you know that 
Like, so it's possible that somebody there or maybe they also had a big group of people. So maybe a couple people there remembered parts of it. I find it not very probable that one person was like, I know this. So maybe they put their all their heads together. Because, again, when we do trivia nights, like, we're just two people most of mm-hmm. the time. I mean, Chuck was there. But, but he's not, like, a super Harry yeah, Potter fan. Yeah, so he but. wasn't really adding too much. So it's like, normally when we go, it's just me and Peach. So, like, sometimes we're facing peop- groups of people that are, like, four, five, six people. So they've got more people to contribute. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of times that we have one. Mm-hmm. You know, against people that have more of a group. But I just find it hard to believe that somebody knew this whole fucking spell or, or ingredients like, list. Like, it was a 12-ingredient list. And I do remember that because I'm like, fucking... Because, like, each ingredient was a point. Because that was, like, one of, like, four questions that round. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Unless they were just, like, fucking spouting off every... um ingredient that they remembered hearing in the books and just lucked out but it's like someone had to have used their phone had to have i mean i'm gonna say it's very probable that that happened i mean yeah so this has become salty talk yeah (laughs) but if i listen to that next book like that's and i don't hear that ingredient list i'm gonna go back in time and kick those people's ass I don't know how I'm going to do that, but maybe I'll have another ingredient list to uh, perform a time potion and fucking go back in time and do some ass kicking. What you doing, little peach? Killian's texting me. Oh, did he finally just wake up or something? No, he's having to help his Nana do stuff. Do what? What is he helping her do? Move a bedroom around. It's a whole thing. I'll <coughs> tell you afterwards. Yeah, right. Um, But, yeah, so... I don't really know what else much more to talk about Harry Potter unless we're talking about specific books. Oh, there's an order coming on Amazon. Could that be yours? Yes, the box is mine. Not uh, is the that other the thing. neck thing? Yeah. Not your bonnet? No, your they're supposed bonnet? to be together. Maybe they're both for me. Maybe that little package is the bonnet. Yeah. Um, I bought a silk bonnet for my But hair. we're not talking about <laughs> anything specific like a movie or one of the books. Mm-mm. Well, that was there. He yep. put that down with force. Yeah. Just kind of dropped it, I guess. I um, be thanking my Amazon driver. But uh, we've kind of talked a little bit too much about Harry Potter to, to make this like a regular episode now. Um, yeah, but we already we can just make this. It's only thirty four minutes in. Plus the other amount that we already. Yeah, talked. but that was only like twenty minutes. We can just. You just got like a nice big chunk of Harry Potter fun stuff. So let's just. Move I don't on. know if I want to do that because then this will make this a super long episode. That's that I don't okay. Want, we I haven't done a super long one. But in a I while. don't. I don't want to do a super long episode. Like, I don't want to just be talking about Harry Potter for, like, fucking 50 minutes. It was only 30. Plus the other thing that we already recorded before you went to Costco. Yeah, but that was only, like, a couple minutes of Harry you Potter. You just said it was, like, 20 minutes. So 30 plus yeah, 20 and, is 50. Yes, but that wasn't all. It was, like, the, the spiel leading up to our welcome thing, what we're all about. And then a shit ton of Harry Potter And talk. this 35 minutes wasn't all Harry Potter. A lot of it's Costco. Okay, that none, neither of which is what we should be talking about that we did previously to today. <laughs> we still have everything that we have to talk about. Well, let's just do it. It's a long episode. It's fine. I don't like long episodes anymore. People have scarred me for thinking that they're not going to listen to long episodes. Who? 
just the general public where like the longer episodes don't do as well as the normal timed episodes just go i don't care for it no sir i don't like it well he just came walking from somewhere else so he went to deliver something somewhere else maybe your things are in one box who knows me dumb snapping someone what what are you doing complimenting someone's eyelashes that's what? stupid don't do that i don't so, know what to do now because there's so much stuff to talk about normally that we, we really just been, don't just go just but go. we do just go and you're gonna see how long just we have go. to talk about things just go yes i know my payments do things you're wasting time you're wasted time we're already about 40 minutes in just go um so we did this thing that we're about a year late on <laughs> uh that i saw it just popped up i'm not on tiktok i don't look at tiktok i don't look at all these trends i'm not in that world so sometimes i just happen to see stuff and yeah it might be after the fact but i saw a thing saying that if you take corona and mix de serono uh, it's amaretto, right? Yeah. Together, it tastes like Dr. Pepper. So like, they were saying, like, multiple... I watched multiple videos on this. And a lot of people were like, hey, you just drink down the neck of the bottle. And then you pour some amaretto in there to, like, fill it back up a little bit. And you shake it a little bit. And then taste like Dr. Pepper. And I watched multiple videos on this just to see what multiple people said. I didn't want to just take one person's word for it. So I watched probably about eight or nine videos, and the majority of people were saying it did taste like it. There were a couple that were like, nah, not really, or oh, I I can see it, but it's not like... Then there was one that was like, oh, well, make it this way. He was like a bartender, and he was very fucking snooty and like asshole-ish. Like, oh, well, we're going to teach you how to make a better one where it tastes better than just doing that. And it's like, well, fuck you. Like... It is what it is. Like, if you put this together with this, it's supposed to taste like that. Don't be like, oh, well, I'm going to make it better. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, you got to add this and do this and fucking fancy it up to make it really taste like that. It's like, well, if it just does it on its own, that's one thing. You don't have to make it into something else. Um, so we did it. Bought We bought a little bottle of Corona, a Coronita, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, small like the bottle. ones that they stick in, like a margarita. Yeah, because we didn't really want to like to full bottle it. We just wanted to try it and split it. So we did it. And uh, what's my notification? Uh, your and stuff got delivered. Was delivered. Um, so we did it. Sure. We filmed a video of yeah, us doing it's it. It's just the box, not the bag. Uh, so I guess he delivered that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So we took a video of us doing it. That'll be up on YouTube. Probably won't put that up until this episode comes out. Uh, but... Yeah, we did it, and it tasted like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it was like a weird, flat version of Dr. Pepper, but definitely Dr. Pepper. Which doesn't make any sense because the Corona is carbonated, so I don't know how it tasted flatter. I guess the amaretto kind of flattens it down because you're adding non-carbonated stuff into carbonated stuff. Yeah, and when, like, we inverted it, because, like, you know, they say, like, that mixes things because like well i saw in the videos that i watched people did do that it didn't fizz up as much as ours did like i had to wait a while to like let all the air out and like it wanted to come gushing out the fucking top yeah because like you know if you drink corona or whatever you put the lemon or the lime in it and like flip it upside down 
but um, this fizzed up a lot, a lot. Yeah, so I guess just adding in the De Serona, like, it, it, that's what gives it its flat taste because you're putting in non-carbonated stuff in and kind of taking some of the fizz out. But, again, it's not like, didn't taste like you just cracked open a Dr. Pepper. Mm-mm. Again, like Peach said, it tastes flatter and it flatter wasn't a, and not as sweet. Yeah, it wasn't an exact taste match, but you drank it and you're like, hey, this tastes like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, like I could definitely see where they were coming from. Not like the bush light in the yeah. rum that tastes like chocolate milk. That did not taste yeah. like chocolate milk. Like if you did this and gave it to somebody without telling them what you did to it, they most people, I would assume, would be like, this tastes like Dr. Pepper. Or why does this taste like Dr. Pepper? They would they would get it. They would get that flavor profile. Like, again, it's not an exact copy. I mean, but it's very close, and I get it. Like, that was something that I drank and was like, okay, I understand. Like, yes, this makes sense. Um, it wasn't like it's far-fetched or it was really reaching. It was like, hey, yeah, that does taste like Dr. Pepper. That is very reminiscent of Dr. Pepper. I get it. I understand. I agree. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we did that. Mm-hmm. So that video will be out. Um when this episode comes out next week because right now we're it's Saturday and this won't be coming out until next Wednesday so um, we did that and then um, I busted out uh, one of the beers I had had sitting around since Christmas because um, I had not drank it yet and it was from Heavy Reel and it was one I got in there like cookie four pack that I got when I was vending there back in the beginning of December uh, because they were doing a release of a holiday inspired sours so this one was their thick blueberry pomegranate maple pancakes uh, 5% alcohol and it was delicious I mean heavy real really hits the mark on a lot of things their sours are really top notch they do do they do other things they do stouts and pilsners and you know ipas and lagers and such but their stouts are usually on point and this was no different i gave it a full five out of five i mean they're out of again we've talked about heavy reel before they're out of seaside heights new jersey down near the shore um but yeah i thought it was (coughs) Very tasty. You got the blueberry and pomegranate flavors. It tasted like maple syrup. You got all those flavors wrapped into one thing. Very tasty. Peach tried this one as yes, well. Yes. Um, I Jeff wouldn't let me look at what it was at first. And I didn't want to say it and have him be like, you're so fucking stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. But like I tasted like the pancakey taste right away. Um, the maple syrup taste was really strong. It was very tasty. Well, when I give Peach a taste of stuff, I don't want her looking at it first. So it like kind of impacts her judgment of it. So I just like, hey, don't look at it. Just drink it and then tell me what you think. So I did that with this one. Very good. And then when we were at Total Wine um, not too long ago, like, I don't know, last week sometime, uh, we got um, Tomasello Artesian Orchard Peach Ginger Hard Cider. Uh, We've had hard cider from them before. They're mainly, they're, uh, a winery in New Jersey. They mostly make wine, but they have made hard ciders over the years. We had a cranberry and a blueberry from them before, I believe. Mm-hmm. And this was like years ago. Like how many years ago you think? Oh God. Um, six plus. 
Yeah, probably. A long time ago. Um, like, I remember drinking them at Mike's house. Yeah, I was about house to say that. he doesn't that. even live in anymore. Yeah, I was about to say that. So it's probably yeah. at least five or six years ago, if not more. Um, but what? yeah. COVID was four years. Yeah, so. And it's got to be six. Yeah, six or more then, yeah. yeah. So it was definitely before COVID. Mm-hmm, like and a while before. So those were those were also in bigger bottles. I don't know if they're in the size of this bottle. They were like a, um, uh, not a forty ounce, but like a thirty-two. What you would get in like a um, a Smirnoff ice big one. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what how big this bottle is. I'd say it's 750 milliliter, like a wine bottle. And it's like a big bottle. It has like one of those caps that you can, like it had a cap on it, like a, a beer cap yeah. that you had to use a bottle opener to get off. But it also had like a resealable where one of those um, ones that have um, like a seal gasket and it has like that metal part that you clip down and it kind of like fastens it shut. Like it's a reusable bottle. Like if you weren't going to drink the whole thing, you could reseal it. And uh, it's a nice bottle, um, but we, you know, between the two of us, it was just one serving. You know, yeah, we split it, the bottle. I mean, it was basically two glasses worth. They were very full glasses, but yeah, they were glass, like just a glass. Yeah. So it's um, six point five percent alcohol, and uh, I give it a four point five out of five. Um, yeah. So Tomasello Winery is out of Hamilton, New Jersey. Made from small lots of hand-selected first-choice cider apples with a tangy, effervescent finish. A mouth-watering cider for carefree sipping infused with natural peach and ginger. The pressed apple cider is fermented at Tomasello Winery in small batches using a strain of yeast from Alsace and is subsequently cold-bottled for maximum fruit aroma aroma retention. So, uh, I gave it 4.5 out of 5. I thought it was very tasty. That You got the peach. A little bit of a ginger. Um, a lot of times when stuff has ginger in it, it can be overstated. Or um, I thought this could have used a little bit more of a ginger taste. It was very subtle. Um, so, it wasn't overpowering, but it also could have been a little bit more, I think. Um, it was sweet. And you got the peach and the apple flavor. It was really good. Like I said, I gave it a 4. Point, the fuck did I give it? 4.25 or 4.75? 4.5 out of 5. So, it was very tasty. They have two other ones. They just have a regular apples, like hard cider, and then they have a strawberry mango. Uh, the bottle was pretty pricey. Uh, it was about $13.99 for the bottle. So, I mean, it is a bit pricey. Yeah, but, like, it was comparable to, like, a fan... Like, I don't want to say fancy, but, like, a... Um, but, like, a wine, but like it's a not wine. a wine. It's a cider. So, like, yeah. don't sell it at a cider, like, a wine price. Like, you know, that's kind of expensive, I think. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to try it. It and is it something was, that we hadn't had before, and... It was very, very tasty, but also very, very sweet. Yeah. And this was, like, the first thing, aside from the half a corona that i had had to drink in over a month because i i um unintentionally did dry january in the beginning i think we spoke about this already yeah don't waste time but uh if we didn't on this episode we did last episode yeah so uh why does shit keep popping up 
What was that? Like a virus detected in the fucking internet that I don't use. So I use Chrome. Um. So yeah, it's just uh, we got it because it was something to try that was new. Because there's very far of few and far between. Yeah, new of for us things to try. that we haven't had before, and it's getting harder to find stuff that we haven't had. Like we know there's stuff out there. It's just what's available to us, mm-hmm. what we can get in the stores that are around here, because yeah. we don't order things online and now even more so uh we wouldn't be able to order alcohol and have it shipped to where we live because there'd be no one here to sign for it when the mail gets delivered yeah i mean that's not to say that like you know places have you know sent us things to try Mm -hmm. but not every time we had to do that sign for stuff we have had to do it but like Mm -hmm. depends on how you ship it but if you do like true blue yeah. order it through somewhere they're gonna have to have a signature like if you order it from a site and it's i not- guess maybe the post office we just have to go there and sign for it but i don't know it just it's a risk that we're not really and it's too expensive yeah. like you most of the time you're paying more for shipping than you are for the actual product you're getting or there's a minimum amount you have to buy and it's like well mm-hmm. what if i don't want to buy all this stuff just yeah. to get be able to order it oh excuse me so ordering through the mail is really just more of a hassle than anything so if we can't find it in a store near us or we're not able to drive to wherever it's from if it's not close enough sadly we just don't get it which sucks Mm because there's a lot of stuff out there that we want to try a lot of things that aren't available in our area a lot of brands that aren't available in our area so it sucks being able to have to try like find new things that we haven't had before Mm -hmm. um so we did that. Just consulting his list. Uh, Peach made an apple pie. Yeah. Um, I had wanted apple pie for a while, and I like keep buying Granny Smith apples specifically to make it because I had a pie crust that I needed to use, and the apples kept <laughs> not being used for the pie. So finally, I was just like, fuck it the one night, and like probably too late at night. I was like, I'm going to make an apple pie. And Jeff was like, seriously? Right now? And I'm like, yeah, right now. <laughs> and it turned out really good. It's very tasty. That's it. That's all you're saying. Well, yeah. I mean, it, super simple recipe. We I ate mean, some with some vanilla ice cream. The Talanti. Or, or gelato, if you yeah. want to call it what it is. Um, so, yeah, it was very tasty. Enjoyed it. Still have some pie left, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to eat that pie before it goes bad. Yeah. But uh, now we have the pie and that chocolate cake you made last night. Yeah, which that cake, the taste is all right. The texture It's a weird not... texture. Um, you had gotten some uh, washing machine cleaner tablets. Yeah. Um, I get, like, uh, influencer deals where like if i buy something off amazon and then like i post it on my social media they like pay me for my review or whatever and it's nice and we've gotten some stuff that was you know useful but i've also gotten terrible energy drink mix like packets that were god awful and i ended up giving them to a co-worker um i got um a sheet set which the sheet set wasn't awful, but it was too big. And like we have a king size bed, so I got a king size set and the 
the sheets just didn't really stay on the bed well. And while they were comfortable and soft and breathable and all that, which I'm really not looking for more than that in a sheet set, um, it was just annoying having to like reposition them every single night. So we ended up just donating them and being done with it. Um, I also, I'm trying to think of like the other things. I got like an iced tea, like a 12 pack of iced tea and that fucking tasted terrible. And it's one of those things where it's like now after being on this side of it, I now know that like the majority of the Instagram ads that I see are paid for because like you have to like hashtag it um and like say that it's an ad like there's protocol because like I've had posts get flagged for being a paid sponsorship which is what it is and like I didn't tag it right so like my um my profile was like uh on what's it called uh what it what is it called when like they flag your account um on Instagram I don't know restricted like I was on a restricted account I couldn't post um so I ended up having to like delete that and like repost it and they were like you have to tag stuff and say that it's a paid sponsorship and stuff like that and how it works with this specific company is like I have to write what they say and I have to give it a good review online or I don't get paid so it's like the paid reviews aren't legitimate reviews, which is shitty. Cause like, I've also tried that magic spoon cereal. That stuff tasted terrible. And um, again, like I didn't know that it was gonna taste bad. And it was like a choice between that and like other stuff that I didn't want. But Jeff and I had just said that we wanted to try the um, washing machine cleaner tablets um, last week. And then it popped up this week. Oh, here, you can try it. So I ordered them on Amazon because that's like one of the caveats. You have to have Amazon Prime. Um, so like you can order stuff and not have to pay shipping. So I ordered it and got it. And they were running a deal on that specific product where if you bought, um, oh, excuse me. If you bought the washing machine cleaner tablets, you could get the dishwasher cleaner tablets for like an additional, I think it was like an additional $5. So I did that and it's like I still bought their product that they wanted me to test and review, but I also got something else I wanted to try as well. So it really benefited me. And instead of paying, I want to say it was like 14 plus like taxes and everything like that. And they like refunded me $16. I paid $18.99 after like taxes and everything. And I got two things that I wanted. So, and they gave me $16. So I basically paid $2.99 for the other product. Yeah. I mean, we used them. Mm -hmm. It definitely, you could definitely see the washing machine was cleaner. I don't know. I don't know. Because they say to like run it on the cleaning cycle or whatever. But it's like, it is true. Like, how are you going to clean your clothes if your washing machine itself is dirty? And same Mm. thing with the dishwasher. Heard that somewhere before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's good to do either way. Even if you don't really notice a difference again, I'm like, well, how do you notice unless you're sticking your head inside your washer every time you use it? You know, if like, especially in the summer, 
like your washing machine gets that like mildewy smell if like you wash your clothes and like leave them in there or wash your clothes and then when you take stuff out you don't leave it open to air out because it's like specifically ours because ours is like a two-in-one it's a washer and a dryer um like if you just do the wash and then you close the door it's not having time to dry out in there and the water's gonna settle and it's gonna smell bad so again how can you clean clothes in there if the machine itself is not clean it just makes sense to use it. And the tablets I got, they're like eco-friendly. It's not a bunch of chemicals. It's like natural stuff. So it just, you know, it suited its purpose. So. Keep going. It suited its purpose, <clears throat> she it's, says. I, I know I didn't phrase that right. So yesterday we had some... Um, Leftover pulled pork mm -hmm. from what we had made the week before. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we made a pulled pork pizza. We've Delicious. done this before. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. You know, you use a little bit of barbecue sauce as your base sauce. You know, you stretch out a dough like you're making a pizza. We are here to tell you, you can turn anything into a pizza. <clears throat> you really can. Anything. I mean. Or a stromboli. <laughs> yeah. If you really believe in yourself and put your mind to it, you can turn anything into a pizza. I mean, yeah. They have dessert pizzas out there, too. So you could even do a, go that route. Yeah. So, I mean, but what you do, if you've got some pulled pork just laying around <laughs> and um, you yeah, put a little base of whatever barbecue sauce you like mm -hmm. uh, as your base sauce you spread out the pulled pork put some cheese on top whatever cheese that you prefer what you like and then you put it in the oven and you cook it and it's there you go pulled pork pizza easy as that you could also do like if you went light on the sauce on the dough you could also drizzle sauce on top as we well. could i went very light on it yeah you did um, so I just didn't want to have a lot of sauce and I wanted to like if I have a option of putting like I like spicy stuff but I'm not going to put that down as the base because peach doesn't so I didn't want a lot of sauce in the bottom because I might have been putting some more on the top like I put a like, spicy sauce on top of mine and um, so I just wanted, didn't want to overload with sauce this time I didn't keep it in for as long because I didn't want the you don't want the pork to dry out and you don't want the cheese to burn we used some what was it sharp cheddar cheese slices then we got all the, I broke them up and just kind of put them around. Um, the dough turned out nice. Uh, the crust wasn't, it was a little crispy, but not too crispy. Um, the meat didn't get dried out. It just came out pretty nice, I think. And uh, Oh, no, it was perfect. And like I said to Jeff, because he like brought me out a piece, because um, we're eating on the couch still, even though like I'm fine to sit at the table. But our table is currently being occupied by a um, puzzle, a <clears throat> Charlie Brown Halloween puzzle, because that was one of the suggestions everyone gave me to do while I've been out on medical leave. Like, oh, do a puzzle. All right. Well, moving we on. We talked about this last episode. Whatever. So we've got too much to fit. Our in table this episode. is occupado. <laughs> So Jeff brought me out a piece, but then went back in the kitchen. And as I'm eating it, I'm like, this is really good. It tastes like a flatbread, like a barbecue chicken flatbread. Yeah, I had stretched the dough thinner than I'd want it. And I guess that's why it turned out that way. And like, I, I'm here to say I love a thin crust pizza. Like the crispier, the better for me. Even if it's like a thicker, a thicker crust, but it's crispy. I am here for it. So when I'm eating it, I'm like, there's no way that Jeff is enjoying this because 
It's so thin. It's so crispy. And Jeff really likes a thicker, more doughy crust. It's true. Um, but I thought it was good. So, yeah. again, try it out for yourself someday. It's uh, very tasty. Yeah. Um, Highly recommend. Had some for breakfast this morning. The rest mm-hmm. of it. Heated uh, it up on a pan on the stove. And it worked really well. Uh, what I also tried recently was Grand Cacao from Trogues Independent Brewing. It's a stout. Um, it's 6.5% alcohol. Uh, Trogues is at a Hershey PA. Welcome to Grand Cacao. This deliciously decadent stout is built on a foundation of rich chocolate malt, caramel malt, and roasted barley, cold steeping on Peruvian cacao nibs, and natural vanilla doubles down on the smooth symphony of chocolate. And a splash of milk sugar delivers a velvety sweet and creamy finish. We taste milk chocolate, roasty grain, hints of sweet cream. Now, while I don't think this tasted very creamy to me, most of the time when they say like a milk stout or it's creamy, I don't really get that. Um, but it was all right. I liked it. It did have a nice chocolatey taste, um, a little bit of a sweetness, not overly sweet. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. So definitely one that I like. I mean, uh, they've put out a couple, I mean, a few things that I do enjoy, Trogues. I mean, I've had something from them. They did an Apple one, I believe, that I was not a big fan of. But this was this was good. I liked it. So, you know you have the ability to check this out i would give you um the go ahead to go check it out without fear of it not being good Um, but again that's just my opinion our opinions Mm -hmm. but uh at least it's an opinion that you can go i wonder what anybody thought of this um and then last night we were hanging out it was friday um made the pulled pork pizza in the morning so we went out to do some errands in the morning Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were like, oh, we got time to stop here, go here, do this. Then we have to go home and make the pizza for lunch because we thought we had more time because Peach was under the assumption that her friend was coming over later than yeah. she was. I thought she got done work later, but on Fridays, I guess she gets done a little bit earlier. So I was thinking she was going to be over around seven, but instead she was over around five. Yeah, so, like, so we were, like, rushing to get everything ready to clean up, do the last finishing touches on, like, getting everything straightened up. Mm-hmm. Not that it was, like, a hellhole in here or anything like that, but we wanted to... This yeah. was pretty much the first time, besides family, that somebody has come to our place. Like, we haven't had any company since we've moved in, which is very sad, because uh, we've been here since, you know, last April. But this is the first time, besides somebody that, you know one of us is related to and mostly everybody was has been related to peach (laughs) (laughs) nobody related to me has been here um so this is like the first time that we were like hosting somebody to come hang out the only other time was chuck and carl oh yeah well yeah chuck and carl yeah i forgot about that but again like i consider chuck's kind of like family too that's true so yeah i guess that's why i didn't really put that so like he was carl's not like we're not friendly like that with carl but like again but chuck was up visiting he came over but again that was kind of like earlier on so we weren't really as settled in as we are now Mm -hmm. i mean close but not all the way yeah but uh we don't have again we don't have too many people 
stopping by. So, and even when Chuck came over, we did get everything nice and as neat mm-hmm. as we could, you know. And again, we're we're not really messy people, so it's not like there was much to do. It just, you know, when someone's coming <clears throat> over, you we want to put to the look, finishing touches on yeah, everything, you know. How we made the toilet blue. <laughs> yeah, you know, you blew the toilet for the guests. And, um, and if you don't know what that means, just let it roll. So, scrambling to get everything done just in the nick of time. Yeah, we literally, like, I, and I, like, still had to get ready. Like, I had to blow out my hair. And I, I said to Jeff, I, like, ran out of the bathroom and was in the room getting changed. And you were like, see and if I, she's texting. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like she's check here. my phone, please, <laughs> and make sure, like, where she's at. And he was like, she's, she's in, here in right now. In the parking lot. Yeah. She's here. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, go meet her. And he was like, well, she just asked what number we were. Yeah, and I was still doing stuff, like, last yeah. minute, like, putting this here, that there, whatever. we had also, part of the reason we had gone out was um, we were going to do a charcuterie board for dinner. Because if you've been here for a while, you know that's, like, our favorite dinner to do. We love a good cheese plate. And... Um, there were a couple of things that I wanted to get from Aldi to add to it. And um, I wanted to make it before she got here. But as it turned out, like it worked out me making it while she was here. Didn't take me very long. But we had a nice little visit. Yeah, it was fun. And the charcuterie board was, you know, on point as always. Peach went above and beyond. It looked very nice. Um... So yeah, it was it was good. And then Peach made uh, a cranberry chocolate cake that's on the can of the Ocean Spray cranberry sauce. Uh, we'd seen somewhere on a YouTube video of somebody who had made this, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds pretty good." And it seems like it's easy to make, and it's on the can, the recipe. So Peach made that. Yeah, um, we had watched a YouTube video of a girl that I literally just said YouTube video that we watched. Yeah, well, she she's a channel. She's I think her thing is Dollar Tree dinners, and Jeff is crazy and listens to all sorts of weird shit when he's going to sleep. And this is one of the things that like cycles through. Um, so he had seen it, and then we watched it together. And I got a can of cranberries like cranberry sauce to do this because I was like well I really like cranberry sauce and chocolate and cranberry sounds like it would be a good mix so I was making it yesterday and I was following the directions and everything and as I'm cooking it like it's still really like shaky and like jiggly and liquidy and, and moist I was like, well you know that does make sense for what it is because it is the cranberry sauce and the cranberry sauce like as much as like you do mix in like it's still that consistency and it smelled really tasty and i was like i don't want to cook it anymore because i'm afraid i'm going to burn it so it was like after you're done cooking it it has to sit in the pan for 30 minutes and then after 30 minutes you have to take it out of the pan and move it to the refrigerator and let it cool for an hour so I did all that. I had timers set on our Alexa. And as each one is going off, I'm like transferring it and whatever. And when the next timer went off, Jeff's like, what is that for? And I was like, well, the cake is ready. We hadn't eaten dinner yet, but I was like, do you guys want to try it now? So I cut three pieces and we tried it. And while it tastes really good, the texture isn't great. 
it it's not that it tastes undercooked it tastes like it needs more flour but i followed the recipe so like it's just i don't know it, the texture was not for me do i want to try it again and see like i want to try the recipe online because she says in the video that we watched there are two separate recipes there's the recipe that comes on the can and then there's the recipe that is online and they are different no the only difference is that one calls for a frosting and one doesn't oh i thought she said the actual they no, were different they're both the same exact recipe except for the one online gives you an extra thing to to make a frosting to put on it um yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Um, so, I like I said, I do want to try the recipe again and make sure it wasn't like something I did. But I followed all the directions and I don't know. It was just, it's very moist and like not, and it, my cake did not turn out like her cake. Her cake looked crispy and while hers did look dense it was also thicker and jeff was like did you use the right size pan and i'm like i thought i did it said an eight inch pan i thought that's what i was using i guess maybe it was a nine inch pan so i mean i guess an an extra inch in diameter would take off, off some of the depth but i didn't think it would affect it that much um but yeah, so I do want to try it again. Taste-wise, it tasted good. Texture-wise, it wasn't great. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Same thing. I mean, taste was good. Texture is a little weird. Um, I don't really, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to be that way or it's not supposed to be that way. It's not like it was terrible. It's just a weird texture, but it tasted very good. The cranberry and chocolate uh, worked very well together. Mm-hmm. Also, for the cheese plate that we had or the charcuterie board, we did stop at Aldi and Peach got two different kinds of cheeses. That we have never had before. Um, from their Emporium selections, uh, Artesian, uh, it's an award winner. It's called Your Cajun Me Crazy, which doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's not like you're Jamaican me crazy. like that. That's exactly what they're thinking. But that this does not make sense. No. It's artesian cheddar cheese with secret Cajun spices. So they're secret. <laughs> we don't know what they are. I don't know if there's an ingredient thing on the package where it would not be secret. You probably <laughs> threw that away. Oh, yeah. Only got a picture of the front. And then there was honey, I'd rather be at the sea. Now, that one makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, it's artesian cheddar cheese with sea salt and honey. Now, the Cajun one was good. But it didn't have a cheddar cheese texture. The texture was weird. It was a little bit spicy, not overly spicy, but just the texture itself was a little awkward. Um, the honey one tasted good. I could taste the honey. Um, that had more of a cheddar cheese texture. That was good. I did enjoy that one. I would eat that one again. Um, I'm going to finish you know, the spicy one because I'm pretty much the only one that eats the spicy stuff. But after that, I, I probably would not get that again. This one, the other one, I would eat again. Like, buy it again. Oh, yeah. The honey cheese was delicious. I didn't get an overwhelmingly sweet or honey flavor to it. But it was definitely, like, a nice and creamy, flavorful cheddar. 
Um, the the Cajun cheese had a super weird texture, and like I got this cheese solely for Jeff because forced me to get it actually. <laughs> She bought it on my behalf. Like I was just like, I, I'm not yeah, asking you to buy that. Yeah, because he he seemed like he was kind of interested in it, and it's like, okay, well, I'm getting the honey cheese because I want to try it. Because we also, while we were at Aldi, they had their Valentine's wax cheeses, so it's like a chunk of cheese that's shaped in a heart and then covered in wax. Um, they had a Wensleydale, which was like, uh. It was like maybe a cranberry Wensleydale or something. It was like a flavored Wensleydale. And the other one was a cheddar. And it was like um, an aged, a mature cheddar. And I was like, well, we like aged cheddar. And Jeff is like, no, don't get it. When we got the bat cheese that was in wax. Yeah, we the got a Halloween wax. bat one before that was in wax. And it just didn't taste good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was the wax or just whatever, where that cheese the type comes of from. cheese. But he's like, don't waste your money on it. But then when in the other thing, like the other um, uh, refrigerator case, they had these and they were cheaper and it's a smaller amount of cheese. And he seemed interested in the spicy one. And it's like, well, this is a smaller piece of cheese. So it's like, and it was only like $2. So it's like, well, if you don't like it, it's only $2 and it's not a huge waste. But. Uh, last night he was like oh it's a weird texture and i thought he was just being like difficult and because we like the she cheddar just always thinks i'm being difficult and not well, telling the truth sometimes um we like the cheddar cheese the aged cheddar cheese because it's typically harder and it's um more of a sharp flavor and that's what jeff really likes and i do like that too um so I was thinking maybe it was like a softer, creamier cheddar that he really wouldn't be down with. But when I tasted it, he was like, just have a taste. It's not that spicy. It's not that spicy. And I'm like, all right, fine. It had a very like dried out cheese stick texture or like a really rubbery provolone texture. Like it was really weird. I'm like, I do not like that at all. Um, but the rest of the, you know... Um cheese plate charcuterie board was good we had you know some pickles some sweet and zesty pickles some dill pickles some olives uh we had some yellow bell pepper strawberries blueberries uh the three kinds of cheese so in addition to those cheeses we just said we also had a regular uh sharp cheddar cheese that was what cabot yeah it was was the cabot the black one where it's like it's slightly smaller. The farmhouse reserve. Yeah. It, yeah. I want to say it's like a six ounce block instead of the eight ounce block. Yeah. That's good stuff. I do like that cheese. Um, had some crackers, some mini toasts, some triscuits, some pita chips, crackers, pita crackers, and um, some pecans, some dried apricots, some dried cherries, so and some grapes. So it was a very nice spread. Very tasty. Uh, enjoyed it. Um, and then I went to Flavortown. <laughs> um, so I had seen, I forget where I actually saw it at, but it popped up that Guy Fieri was doing like uh, a hard fruit punch and it was called like Flavortown hard fruit punch. And come to find out he's going to be doing a variety of stuff. Like a, there's going to be a hard tiki punch, a hard half and half, like hard tea, and something else, I forget. But uh, maybe 
Um, you said lemonade. I don't remember. But this was the first in many that are being released, apparently. So this is out, and it's a hard fruit punch. And I wanted to try it. I saw that it came in six packs, but I'm like, oh, I hope if I go to Total Wine, they'll have like a single can of it. Because like, it's a new thing. I'm not really sure about it. I'd rather try it before I bought a whole six pack of it. So went to Total Wine, did find they had a w- one single can of it. Um, it was pretty pricey for the single can. I think it was like $3.99 for like the 12 ounce can. Because mm-hmm. the, the six pack itself of it is like $13 for six cans. Um, so I don't care. I mean, I'd rather just buy it and try it than be like, oh, I have still five more cans of this. Which I didn't think it was awful. This is a flavored malt beverage. It's from Two Roads Brewing Company out of Stratford, Connecticut. So they're the ones that are brewing this and he's putting his name on it. I don't know if he actually likes it or stands behind it or, or what the deal is. Um, 6% alcohol. Um, it's all right. I didn't rate it yet. I forgot to rate it yesterday. It had a nice fruit punch flavor in the beginning, but then at the back end, it kind of tasted like a seltzer. Give me a seltzery taste. Um, so I'd probably give it a 2.75 to a 3 out of 5. It wasn't horrible. I've had a lot worse. So I would probably drink this again if somebody gave it to me. I wouldn't go out and buy it. But if somebody was like, hey, do you want one of these? Or, you know, I just happened to be in a place where it was like there, I would drink it. I wouldn't be like, I'm not drinking that. Um, it's gotten like varying scores on untapped. Um, the one last night that I read is that somebody said that it tasted like frosted tips and sadness (laughs) and they gave it a 1.5 out of five. Um, although not as sweet as they thought it would be, uh, pretty much what they expected, but not as sweet. Yeah. I didn't think it was overly sweet either. I mean, it says it's made with orange and like cranberry flavors or juices. It's made with real fruit juices. Um, so it was all right. Um, like I said, 2.75 to three out of five. It was decent. Um, and then there was, uh, we, I had bought this single bottle of cider boys cider before Christmas, but then Peter was like, well, I'm not going to be allowed to drink that. Can you save that until, you know, I'm able to drink again? Which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Cider Boy's Cranberry Raz. So it was a Cranberry Raspberry Hard Cider. Um, I didn't check into that one either. I'm, I've been l- bad checking into things lately. Um, so, like you said, it's a straightforward Cranberry Raspberry Hard Cider from cider boys they usually put out some good stuff it's five percent alcohol it is very sweet they're from stevens point wisconsin uh their stuff is usually pretty sweet um but you did get a little bit of a bitterness from like the tartness of the cranberry i got in this one mm-hmm. um and it was good i give it you know 4.5 out of five um yeah i i'd give it the same it was good um it, while it was sweet, it wasn't overly sweet, which is something that can happen so easily with these mainstream ciders. Because mm-hmm. I do like Cider Boys. My favorite being the... Um, peach Country. Yeah, the Peach Country and then the Raspberry one. Yeah, just the regular Raspberry one. I forget yeah, what that's called. It's Raspberry like Road or something like that. Could be. Could be. Um, 
those two are my favorite because while they are like a peach and apple cider it the 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 um the second fruit is definitely like um a heavier note like you can definitely like it's not like oh yeah this is peach cider but it doesn't really taste like peaches or oh this is raspberry cider but like it's only just a whisper like they're very fruit forward because like if i am drinking something and we say this all the time with like the beer like i don't want you to give me a description that says i'm going to be drinking like i don't even fucking know like oh it's supposed to taste like a thin mint girl scout cookie oh you're gonna get the notes of this and that and the other but like it doesn't taste like yeah. any of that when your description is too intricate or too long it very well, like, nor- very rarely tastes thin- that way Imagine yourself biting into a Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie with a follow-up of marshmallow and ice cream. And, like, when when you start getting to the... It's like, no, your and shit's going to taste like cat use heavy or copious amounts of this, and we get yeah. notes of this, and we taste that. And it's like, well, that's great that you taste it, but most people are not tasting this. And most of the time, like I said, I don't normally get... When they... When it gets that kind of description, I'm just like, oh, it's not really going to taste like that. And most of the time, to me, at least, it doesn't. Um, like I said, with anything else, anything we talk about, any kind of drinks, food, it's our opinion. So whether we like it or don't like it, you know, try it for yourself. We're just kind of giving you a general idea about something that you may be curious about or didn't know about. And just giving you a heads up if you happen to stumble upon it or it sounds like something you might want to try. We're just kind of giving you like a baseline, like our opinion, like. Mm-hmm. form you know what you want to do from there but you know ultimately you should try everything for yourself just if it sounds interesting enough for you to say like hey i'd like to try that then try it and your opinion might jive with ours or it might not it might be totally different but mm-hmm. and then you know today happened and um peach went to costco mm-hmm. and i went to total wine found a couple beers and stuff that i want to try and made a six pack of stuff to bring home, which is nice because, you know, from what I paid for like a six pack of a bunch of different things to try, if I had, you know, bought like six or four packs of all of those, I would have spent a lot more than what I spent on just that mixed six pack. Or if I went to a bar or a restaurant and tried them all, like, oh, got a glass of this, got a whatever, I'd be paying way more for a serving than what I paid for, you know, individually. So I'm glad that I'm able to get them and we are so close to a total wine that has that ability ability and selection to get stuff like that so i'm not paying an arm and a leg to try things mm-hmm. uh, also went to walmart and broke down and bought thanksgiving on blu-ray because i really did like it i didn't want to wait any longer to buy it just to save some money i don't really buy movies as much as i used to i'm not buying as many things so i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna buy it right now i don't care it's worth the money that i'm you know putting out for it um and i just would rather have it than not have it so Bought that. Was happy to do that. Um, we did talk about it when we did see it in the theater, like a little bit. We could probably watch it and and do a bonus episode on that. Um, talk mm-hmm. more in depth about it. So that would be for the not better. It's just more content, not premium, but that would be there where we would specifically talk just about that movie. You mm-hmm. know. Um, so yeah, that's basically it until right now. I think this episode is probably going to be like almost two hours long. Whatever. I want to just throw in because this was something else that I wanted to throw in because I had been talking about it for a bunch of episodes. 
because we hadn't been drinking for like January and I drank these before then and I hadn't talked about them because I had went I talked about Axe and Arrow a lot but close by to them and I hadn't talked about that when I went there for that either when you came with me for the um, stouts mm-hmm. but this was uh, Neck of the Woods Brewing which is in Pittman um, they I found out about them recently uh, one time when I was at Axe and Arrow and I was like oh I wonder what else was around me that night and then I found out that place so I've been there twice um, and they've got a lot of good stuff so I did a couple flights and tried a bunch of stuff that they have. Um, so one they had was a German chocolate cake. And um, there's 6.8% alcohol. Uh, this stout combines rich chocolate and coconut flavors with a hint of caramel sweetness, creating a brew that's reminiscent of a German chocolate cake. The roasted malt provides a robust backbone, and the subtle bitterness balances out the sweetness. It's a satisfying and indulgent beer, perfect for those who enjoy a dessert-like experience in a glass. Um, I gave it... I checked into it. I didn't rate it. <laughs> I'm bad at this <laughs> stuff sometimes. Um, but I thought it was good. I probably would have given it a 3.75 out of 5. Because um, I can remember it and what it tasted like. I hope I didn't do this for all of them because this is going to be hard then. Um, then there was a spicy mochaccino. It's a stout, a coffee stout. 6.8% alcohol as well. We took our Swamp Dog Stout and gave it the ultimate flavor upgrade. Picture this, velvety cacao powder, a dash of cayenne spice for that extra kick, and cold brew coffee infusion that's basically the essence of cool. Um, I gave this a 3 out of 5. It was nice. Uh, it did have a little bit of spice to it. Um, but I did get, a, I think, a little bit of a bitterness in this one. That's why I gave it a 3 out of 5 from the coffee aspect. But it was still pretty good. I would still recommend it, and I would drink it again. It just wasn't one of my favorites that I've had from them. I do like a stout, like I said. I'm more of a sour guy. <laughs> what? You are sour. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and they had one called Meet Your Maker, another stout. That's another thing about this time of the year, like winter. Lots of places are putting out stouts. That's a wintertime kind of beer, a more hearty, you know, more full-bodied uh, beer to be drinking during the colder months. So... You got to kind of su- not suffer. I mean, if you're not a big stout drinker, I mean, and some of them do wind up tasting very similar no matter what you're putting in them. Um, but this one was Meet Your Maker. This was 14% alcohol. So this is one of the ones where you get a flight of stuff. They give you a little bit less than you would get. Like if you're getting five ounce pours, they give you like three ounces of this or like two ounces. I, th- I think it gave me three ounces because it is a higher alcohol content. Um, introducing Meet Your Maker, a robust 14% Imperial Stout by Ben and the Now Crew. Um, neck of the Woods, I believe that's what it is. A unique tribute to Frank's COVID battle. It matured for 15 months in Maker's Mark bourbon barrels, infusing rich oakiness and smoky bourbon character as velvety as they come. I did enjoy this one. I gave it a 4 out of 5. It was strong, but it did taste good. You didn't really taste the strongness of it so it was a very good beer i enjoyed it um then there was elf on a shelf this was a sour uh 6.5 percent alcohol 
We took our Philly sour base and crafted a fruity twist. It's got the tang from the sour base punched up with the sweet and tart combo of raspberry, strawberry, and cherry flavors. It's like a fruit punch for grown-ups, giving your taste buds a lively experience and enjoy the flavor journey. I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. It was very good. You got all those flavors of the um, strawberry, cherry, and raspberry. It did taste good. Better fruit punch than the Flavor Town. Like, this was good. Like, really good. Like, definitely deserved that 4.5 out of 5. It was very sweet, though, but also got that sourness. So, I really enjoyed this one. It was really good. Sadly, they, I was thinking about buying cans of this, but they didn't have any in cans. So, I don't know how often they can their stuff or if they can everything. I'm not really sure how that works. Um, then there was another sour called Sex in the Woods. Uh, 6.5% alcohol inspired by the mixed drink you know and love our sex in the woods is a Philly sour ale brewed with cranberry orange peach and the cherry on top I gave this a 5 out of 5 it was delicious again not one that they had in cans so that was very sad but yeah this was very very good I would definitely drink this again I would buy this Uh, it was a very good sour beer um, I didn't try any. No, this these. was when you were in for your surgery. Yeah. So you were not home. This is why I was out and went out. Um, and I I thought for a lot of these that you would enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks that I knew by, by the time you'd be able to drink again, they probably would not have these. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, places these days is ever-changing. Things don't really stay on tap too long they do have some of their like standards that stay around all the time but stuff like sours or stouts are usually ever rotating and they don't really last for that long and they're always bringing out new stuff and brewing new stuff so i'm pretty sure they don't have any of these still on tap um champagne super sour nova another sour uh six percent alcohol We conditioned Chardonnay grapes on our Philly Sour Base, concocting a brew that's a perfect capstone for the year. This celebratory creation boasts flavor notes reminiscent of champagne, grape soda, and peach rings, delivering a unique and effervescent profile that's bound to make your end-of-the-year festivities memorable. I checked into this, and it's another one that I did not rate. Uh, But I do remember having it. It was very good. Uh, 3.75 to 4 out of 5, I would give it. Um, It was good. But not like, again, super close to five. So it's not like you can say it was bad or like average. It was just, just right about there. Like it was good, but it wasn't like, oh, wow, good. And those are the ones that get like high fours to fives for me. Or I'm like, wow. But it was still very good and I would recommend it. Um, I hate that I'm saying um after every one that I'm going to the next one. And I know that I'm doing it. And every time it pisses me off. <laughs> Then there's another sour, Malibu Bay Breeze, 6.5% alcohol. We took our Philly sour base and added a blend of distinctive flavors, infusing it with the tropical essence of coconut, the tartness of cranberry, and the sweetness of pineapple. Full 5 out of 5 on this one. Another delicious one. I thought it was fantastic. Another one they did not have in cans. Um, and it sucked because I would want to buy all these, but they, I don't think if even if they had them in cans, you could do mix and match. Because I wouldn't want to buy a four-pack of all of them, but I would like to have take them all home, at least a can of each. I wish that if they did have them in cans, you could be like, oh, I'm going to take one of these and one of these and make like a, like a four-pack. Because I'm not going to buy like 
four four packs. That's like ridiculous. Um, although I'm sure lots of people do that, but like shit's expensive and that's a lot of beer. So, but yeah, this one was delicious. Highly recommend it. Then they had one called night, another sour 6% alcohol. Night is a 6% mango lossy beer crafted in collaboration with the M night Shyamalan foundation. Uh, beginning with a tart neck of the woods base, we added Colombian mango puree, Oatly non-dairy vanilla soft serve. Puree? Puree? Is it spelled different? Brooch? Shut up. I'll pronounce how I want to pronounce, and then you shut the hell up. Um, And cardamom for a dairy-slash-nut-slash-gluten-free vegan delight. This was very good. I enjoyed it as well. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. It was very tasty. It was a, a nice, exotic, different flavor. So I thought it was tasty. What are you looking at, little peach? Nothing. Just how long it is? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Doing a this fucking is what beer you did. Patch. This is what you did. I didn't know you were going to be doing a beer patch. Well, I told I said last episode that I was going to fit these in the next episode. So if we didn't do all that Harry Potter talk and you wanted to keep it a normal episode, it wouldn't be this long. Keep going. And that was it for those. So I'm not going to talk about all the ones that I did at for the Stout Miss. At Axe and Arrow because that would make this even longer. So even though that was more recent, I guess I can save that for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think you know. I don't know if they're doing anything for Valentine's Day, putting out new stuff. So they, they probably will. I just haven't seen anything yet. But uh, I'll just talk about the stout, stoutrageous festivities and the stuff that I tried there. On the next episode, because this one's already an hour and 32 minutes of what we just recorded now, plus what we recorded before Peach went to Costco, so I don't want to make it any longer than that. So, we will be doing a bonus episode, I believe, now on Thanksgiving. We'll have to do, uh, we'll do some more bonus episodes, so if you want to get on that and get woohooed and shoutouts, and you don't want to feel left out, you don't want to be a loser... I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I knew you're gonna. I wanted to get a reaction from Peach. I knew she would have a reaction. You know, it's fine. We appreciate you just listen to our regular episodes. You know, you don't have to put out the money for the bonus stuff. You know, just because people are getting their names woohooed doesn't mean that we love them any more than we love you guys for listening. We appreciate it all. Um, so it's all just based on what you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. <coughs> Thanks for coughing, little Peach. Sorry. So that's it for this episode. Sorry that it's a little bit longer than normal. Or if you like that sort of thing, you're welcome. Long episodes are a good thing. Sometimes. Uh, but I mean, if you don't want to listen to us for a long period of time, I don't know why you're listening at all. Like, you're just like, man, I really like these guys, but I wish they would just be a little bit shorter. <laughs> I don't want to listen to them for that long, but just long enough. Break it up into intervals. You can do whatever you want. You can listen to us in 10-minute intervals if that's all you can stand. Uh, <laughs> just break it all up and as, as short as, as you want. It might take you a while to get through one episode, but hey, as much as you can stand, do it. You know, And then maybe as you listen longer, you'll be able to build up more of a tolerance for us. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. So that's it for this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Nope, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.